Listening Dog Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The hot mess mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the hot mess mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our hot mess mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And hello, I'm Jenny Powell. And uh, how are you all doing? Good? Good happy vibes? I do hope so. Um, so the lovely Kelly... Um, Good news is, oh, it's May half term next, isn't it, for us? No. <laughs> We're having a big half term, big break, but uh, yeah, May half term. Oh, As if we just got over Easter. Not. I know. Yeah, this time of year now, isn't it? And then and then that's it. You know what comes after that, don't you? The big summer one. Yeah, oh, God. I'll have to go on a retreat for a retreat to retreat from that. That's all I can oh. say. <laughs> so what, do you, do you, what are you planning for the whole sort of half-term thing? It's only a week though, isn't it? And, and, and last time you missed when the kids went back. So Yeah, I, I did miss them. I'm still missing them to a degree, actually. I look forward to picking them up every day at the moment. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, <laughs> what am I doing? I don't know. I might be working. I might not. I never know till the, the wire. Um before so I'll have to wait and see we used to take them away when I lived in Manchester because it was two weeks they had in May yeah and we always used to go to Ibiza uh, but we won't be doing that this year so um if I'm at home with them then we'll just plan some nice nice sort of trips out and yeah just things you know I'll, I'll probably plan the week little mm. things that we can do each day together and maybe yeah. just have one home day um, I always think the mums who are planners are so much better. As much as I cringe at the th- thought of planning stuff, I think planning is good. Even if you have a plan and you don't stick to it, yeah. I think it's probably a good thing. But I still yeah. won't do it. <laughs> but it's different, you know, different age groups, you know, you demand different things. You know, when you've got younger children, of course, you have to make sure you've got stuff booked in and you tell them what to do. But when you get to the teens, they don't want to know. And, you know, I'm they'll say you- one thing. And then they'll do another. And what happens is you book stuff, you pay out for stuff, and they go, actually, I don't want to do that now. Yeah, so it's a bit of that, really. So I don't know. I, I think I'm just going to hand a big, shiny football to Pollyanna, direct <laughs> her towards the nearest field. She'll and, be happy. Yes, yeah. 
And she's at that stage, she gets on a bike, goes to her friends. Um, you know, I sort of like, well, I had the fear of God the first time she said, oh, can I take my bike to my friends? I'm like, what, you can't, your bike on your own? And she said, mum, I'm 14, I'm going to be 15. I thought, oh my gosh, I was doing it since I was 11 when I was a kid. But it's amazing how the rules change when you're the mum or the yes. parent, you know. Yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah, so I think I think at that this stage, they want their holidays to be about freedom and just being able to go, you know, go down to the Trafford Centre or wherever it may be and, you know, do a bit of shopping, go to, a, you know, Primark, they love it there, uh, at, you know, six tops for 25p, all that sort of thing, you know. <laughs> Uh, buy a ridiculously expensive choco mocha waka from wherever and that's it happy days <laughs> so um yeah hopefully i won't have to do much um, selfishly speaking and then of course you've got other kids who i mean exam time as well it's not a great half term if you're in the thick of exams you know a-levels, no. GCSEs. I feel for them. I really do. And I feel for the parents as well. There's way too much pressure on all that stuff. And I think, you know, they need to... Do you know, at Ava's school, they've stopped doing PE twice a week. They're only doing it once because they want them to do more learning. As a fitness person, I was <laughs> outraged at this when she came home and told me. I was like, what? Yeah. If I, I had my way, they'd start their day with yoga classes, yeah. you know, and, um, and I think all of that, like, I think the whole syllabus is crap. I'd love to get my hands on it, rip it up and, and change it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we go back to teaching them about mortgages and, uh, you know, savings and cooking and all these life skills mm, that absolutely. do you remember what you learned in maths? Yeah. I bloody well don't. You know, yeah, I, I disagree with that. I'll be right down to your school soon as I can. <laughs> yeah, I'm always Waving down the there. fitness flag. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's so much pressure on them, isn't there? You know, and for those that can perform under that pressure, like my brother was brilliant and all that stuff, you know, and exams and A star student and all of that. Great, good for you. But what about the ones that can't? And it's not there, you know, like I look at Ava, she's very creative, she's arty. Well, Connie's. Was, was arty, wasn't she? I don't know whether she was academic as well, but I, I think because of Ava's dyslexia, that's always going to hold her back anyway. Mm. It's hard for some kids, isn't it? Mm. You know. And those um, who are sporty, you know, and sport's a huge thing that should be should be embraced and encouraged as much as possible. So, um, yes, I uh, I think she'll have to move school. Sorry about that, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, so moving on to sort of, yeah, you mentioned Connie as well, but she um, she's on jury service. I think that's hilarious for a 22-year-old. I don't know why I think it's funny to see a 22-year-old on the jury service. It's maybe she because enjoying she, it? she can't even decide what she's watching on Netflix. Never mind whether <laughs> someone's guilty or innocent. That's what gets me. Well, she's enjoying it because she's not been called in yet. So they have a, like a sea of people, apparently, who all just sit there. And if you get called in, you get called in. So it's we're day three. We're day three and the jury host for Connie and she's still not been called in. So she takes a laptop. Basically, she goes all the way into Manchester City Centre, which is a huge expense, buys herself lunch, which is at huge expense and then comes home again. So every time she comes back, I'm like, how was your uh, lunch in Manchester? And she's like, oh, my God, mum. So, um, yeah, I. Uh, but you've got her at home. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so um, that's nice. So I get to spend some time with her. Um, but I, I'm, I'm intrigued about this whole thing with jury service. Have you ever been called up for it? 
No, I'd love to, but only if it was like a massive national murder or something. Really <laughs> if you could meeting. choose the case. Yeah, if I could, and I'd be like, wow, then yeah. I would be there with bells on. But no, in my luck, it would be like something really small, like shoplifters at the supermarket. Yeah. But yeah, if it was a big, oh yeah, then I would, I'd love to do that. I used to have to go to court a lot when I was a journalist when we first started. Oh, okay, yes. So, yeah, but yes. I didn't always enjoy it. But yeah, <laughs> well, you're not supposed to, I suppose, some of the time. No. But no, she um, she's sort of like uh, she sits there and she said it's just intriguing listening to the people that are there, you know, mm. who are also waiting around and the sort of uh, the the mix of people that obviously make big decisions, you know, about you know these cases and these these criminals or not criminals or these, you know, these people up for for whatever reason. So, yeah, she said, oh, gosh, you know, there's a little hub of women who are just talking about Britain's Got Talent. She said, I don't know oh, what gosh. they're doing. Yeah. And then she said, there's this other, I think she's 76, there's a lady who drives like, over an hour, her husband has to drive her there and back um, to the courtroom. And she's like, I don't even know if I'm allowed to tell you that Connie's on jury service. I don't know. Dum, dum, duh. Oh, well, too late now. now. Yeah. <laughs> what are they going to do? Arrest her? Oh, oh, no. Um, but... <laughs> So she, um, yeah, so she says she's quite enjoying people watching and there's this 70-year-old lady who comes and sort of makes a beeline for Connie, you know, when she sees her, like a new best Aww. friend. So, uh, yeah, you. there's a lot, a lot of that involved. But, yeah, so you, you've never done it. I've never done it. But, I mean, I, I'm thinking about, like, someone like you. You wouldn't be able to do it, would you? Because well, everyone you say that. Know who you are. Well, apparently... It's, you know, everyone's called up for it. Whether you've been on the telly, you're a famous face, you're a... Really? Yeah. Oprah Winfrey's done it. No. She has. Yeah. She's done it. Um, I think um, also Tom Hanks, he's done it, but he then had to... I think he was taken off because um, the, one of the prosecutors was starstruck. Can you believe it? Actually, should I just have a look at... I think this is intriguing, don't you? Just like who? How would you talk to Tom Hanks? Like exactly, if he walked in, you'd be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I wouldn't because I don't like him. But I'm like the only person on the planet that doesn't. I think. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, people would be starstruck, wouldn't they? Totally. Um, and there's a couple of people who obviously tried to get out of it. There's a few footballs and stuff like that. Um, and, oh, I and bet. There was one that, and he said he was he was too well known. I felt like I said, "Well, you're not Oprah Winfrey, are you?" But no. he still had to do it. Um, <laughs> But it, it's, um, I, you know, people like actors and actresses, it must be quite, I mean, it's great research if you've got a big movie coming up and you're playing, you know, a courtroom scene. Yeah. Yeah, it must be great for... Um, uh So I'm just looking up for you as well. What about flipping it as well, if you're on the jury service and it was a case to do with a famous person? Yeah. That would be great. Like I know. lots of gossip. And I wouldn't be able to go home. You're not supposed to go home and talk about it, are you? I'd struggle with that. I'd really struggle. And Madonna, Ooh. can you believe it? She was actually dismissed from jury service after just two hours. Um, she spent two hours at New York City Courthouse before being asked to leave as they already had enough jurors to fulfil the needs. She was Ooh. probably like, I've cancelled two weeks of recording, having my face done, Love having her. everything done. Uh, I've, had, I've just cancelled all my appointments for two weeks and now you're sending me home. Um, but apparently she was very excited about the prospect because, you know, she said, you know, it's serving my country. Oh, yeah. And that's what you're doing in a way, aren't you? You're also costing us a fortune, can I just say. I said to <laughs> Connie, the, ex 
But if you think about it, the expense of like everyone, um, you know, getting that, they, you kind of have to get compensated for doing it. You know, you've got your travel, you have to pay, you've got, they do a surplus mm. amount of people just in case. So there's loads of people just sitting there, you know, not actually on the jury, but have to get called in every day. Um, so it, it's quite bonkers, really. And, I, and I'm yeah. sure there must be a better way of doing things. I don't know. Yeah, no, there probably is. I think you'd say that about a lot of things in the UK, but yeah. And, I and guess it's an experience, isn't it, if you do it? Maybe, you know, if you have a great experience. Yeah, yeah. But And you, you can, um, exemption-wise, if you do want to get out of it, I shouldn't be so, well, but if, you, you, like if you're over 70 or you've been, you know, you've got a previous conviction, um, obviously we don't want to go down there, but... Um, if you know someone, you think you recognise someone or you are recognised, I think that obviously doesn't help. Um, if you don't understand English, I quite like that. I'd just be going, okay, okay, <laughs> just to get out of it. I can't think of anything worse, to be honest. Um, oh, but yeah, an interesting one. Um, and uh, yeah, something that uh, Connie could tell us all about eventually. Or not, <laughs> if she doesn't get called up. Called up, listen to me. She's <laughs> not signing her up for the army. Um, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But in the same breath, I've uh, I, I've been using her quite a lot while she's been up here because um, we're recording this show. I don't know if anyone's heard of it. It's called Yorkshire Auction House. Oh, and it's like on Discovery Channel. And you know, uh, my agent called me up and he was like, "Oh, do you and Connie want to do this?" And I went, "Well, I she's twenty-two. Yorkshire Auction House doesn't really like." float a boat but actually we loved it because um they come round and they they basically take away everything that you've been holding on to oh you actually basically i've got a skip and everything that didn't go in the skip because i was like but isn't in the house i gave to yorkshire auction houses so then connie had loads of stuff as well um, and they've taken a piece of her art which would be interesting and um, then we go to the yorkshire auction house and see what we get for everything embarrassing (laughs) oh no that sounds fabulous i like that yeah how refreshing is that so that would be quite cool so i dragged her in on that um but she did quite well it's quite weird did she enjoy it because she she doesn't like being no she's not yeah she's the opposite of a mother you mean that's what you're saying (laughs) Well, Polly's like you, yeah. I think. Polly's like going to be on the stage. Yeah. But she is more, she's more sort of away from it, isn't yes, she? Yes, yeah. But she did come into, yeah, she 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 actually relaxed and they sat us together and we had that whole thing with the cameras sort of and, and the director. And like, right, okay, we're going to do a little interview and always answer the question with, answer with the question in there because they won't hear my bit you know it's all this and then um i thought oh oh if you how weird's this it's her on the phone oh wow we're because t- we're talking She's about jury her. service all right should we should I just pick it up there we go. yeah it's fine go for it connie hi i'm just <laughs> yeah i'm just talking about you on my podcast because you're doing jury service <laughs> so what's going on 
Shall I ring you back? Nothing. Nothing's going on, Kelly. Nothing. What she, she got for lunch, Oscar? Well, we're all going to say then. What have you got for lunch? I don't know. Oh, okay. All right, you're bored. Can I ring you back? Yeah. All right. So you're not doing anything? Mm-hmm. Again. Okay. All right, bye. Bored. What's she got for lunch? lunch? She doesn't even know what she's having for lunch. She's bored of going for lunch. It's not good, is, is it? it? No, not good at all. I love how they ring us, though, when they've got nothing else to do. Ava Lily does that all the time, bearing in mind she's only nine. Yeah. I can just leave work and my phone will be going constantly. I'm like, I've just left work. I'm on my way home. Just wanted to talk to you, Mum. But then when she's got her friends over, you don't hear I won't from hear her. from her. No. no. Or if nothing. I ring, because it's something really important I need to know, doesn't answer the phone. <laughs> when you're bored, I'll speak to you for hours. Otherwise, forget it. You're on desk door. Forget it, because I'm not bored now. If I was bored... <gasps> I'll come and take oh. you to A and E. Ah, oh, but I'm oh. not bored, so sort yourself out, Mum. Oh yeah, we've all been Love there. It. Yeah, bored on jury service. There you go. Uh, yeah, but this um, auction house thing, yeah. So that'll be interesting, just to see where oh, yeah. it goes and what what we get. Yeah, yeah. But it is quite a great. personal thing, you know. You start to sort of because um, I don't know if you think us my mums. If you think about all the bits and bobs that are lying around you in your house, there's a story to a lot of those things, isn't there? Those bits yes. of furniture. Yeah. yeah, those those silver spoons you might have in the loft. Maybe not. That, <laughs> that side thing that was very sentimental. Yeah, you I gave like, away Ooh. Jason Orange's bed. Did you? I did. Yeah, it's a. The story is, uh, yeah, that I basically um, I got it off him when I was um, going out with him to put into my flat, and uh, yeah, it's actually his bed. So I don't know whether that means I'll get more for it or less. <laughs> I think you might. <laughs> so that oh, was, wow. yeah, that was interesting. So yeah, that all came out. Uh, and what else? I did have a pair of ripped jeans from Bross. I was going to say, yes. I don't like to bring that up because I know, but I, I was going to say, have you got anything from him? Pair of Do you ripped know jeans what? From I've got to say this. Whenever I am around anyone, if they ever say... I love Bross. You know, like when he was on Strictly and I yeah. tell them, they're like, get out of town. She did not. Did she? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. And everyone just goes into a spin and I'm like, oh, here we go. And that was how I reacted, I think. Tell him to go on- to the auction auction rooms <laughs> and get his jeans. <laughs> it's crazy, though, isn't it? Mm. Because no one knew at the time when you were dating him. It was all so hush-hush. So yeah. people still don't know. No. Well, there you but go. You did, mm. There you go. Yeah. Mm. It's, oh. And so the, and- did you... And Angus from the auction rooms didn't know either. <laughs> but he's gone off with a pair of jeans. <laughs> so that's quite oh, they'll, they'll go for something, they will. I'm not I mean, sure in a little barn in Yorkshire, Yorkshire, but we'll see. You um, never know. Yeah. But uh, no, it'll be interesting. But yeah, like I say, they, you start thinking about all the bits and bobs that you haven't yes. maybe got out, but they might be in your love. But it's because they've, they've got a story to them. That's why you can't let go. Yeah, I love that you keep things from ex-boyfriends. I haven't got anything from anyone. I know, what does that mean? Well, it means I didn't have... I'm not being funny. My ex-boyfriends, you know, compared to like bloody Jason Orange and and Bross. I mean, you're going to keep things, aren't you? This is true. This is true. I didn't think of it like that. And also I thought, well, maybe because it wasn't sort of... You know, you didn't end on bad terms. So it wasn't like, right, I'm ripping that up. I'm throwing that away. I'm shredding those shirts up. So maybe that's why, um, you know, it was all on good terms. So, yeah, how interesting. So I've got everybody thinking now, haven't I? 
What have you got? Mm. What have you got in your loft? And why have you still got it? And what does it mean to I've you? I've just got, my loft is full of baby clothes. Ah, it's, you I can't see. move up there for sacks of them. I won't get rid of them. Yeah, really? What does that say? <laughs> not sure, Kelly. I'm not sure. I can't let go of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's you my need, loft. You need some pop stars underpants in there or something. Just to no, mix it up a bit. Nothing exciting. Uh, Chris always keeps lots of things. He'll keep stubs, tickets from concerts. and mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's not auctiony, is it? You can't. No, but once you... You know what? You'll be surprised. And I'm just saying that, okay? Mm-hmm. First of all, with sustainability and also the way the world is at the moment and the cost of living, etc. you know, vintage shops for your clothes, yeah? yeah? Obviously, that's a great thing. We all know that. And the charity shops, either taking or receiving. But also auction houses do take things you would not expect, honestly. That, that you'll be amazed. I had wow. like a garden heater I've given away, um jet wash. I mean, seriously. Uh so How it's are worth you a look into enough it. to clearing all that out. Having the script up, I feel like skip up and getting everything gone. I feel like I've lost weight. <laughs> That's what I feel like, honestly. It's like you've lost weight and your head's a lot clearer and you I just I haven't actually asked him to come and pick the skip up yet because I just love looking at it because it's got all my shit in it. What is funny is watching people walk past it and having <laughs> a little rootle and then and then it's almost like through the keyhole but gone wrong. It's all the other bits of your life and people rummaging around saying, Who would have a skip like this? Yeah. You know, <laughs> says a lot about you and your skip. So, yeah, there's a lot to be said for having a clear out because it's springtime, but also for just uh, just just having a bit of consideration for all those things that through the years have, have got you through life. Yeah. Mm. God. Oh, I'm going to have to have a go, I think. I definitely need to declutter, so I should. You know, yeah. you're supposed to start in the bedroom, apparently, because that's your place where you rest. That's the, the place where you should... St- apparently, so someone was telling me this week, so... God, I don't know what I've got. I've got a lot of jewelry, mm-hmm. a lot of old jewelry. Well, like stuff like that. Yeah. And, well, if you don't, I can't let go of that. No. She says. She's until <laughs> she sees that handbag. She's like, oh, I just, I just get rid of all the old heirlooms, and I can have that handbag. <laughs> oh no, I wouldn't do that. I'm probably too sentimental. I am. Oh, I'll have to. I'll have to get up in that loft and see what I've got. But that's what it questions too. You know, it questions how sentimental you are. And as I've gone round the house and told everyone, right, listen, that skips out there for another week. If you've got anything you want to get rid of, get rid of it now. There's not been much of a reaction apart from me. I've chucked everything in there, so I'm obviously not sentimental. But everybody else has held back. So is Martin a hoarder? Yeah, he won't admit it, but yeah, he just he's got all kinds of like you know weights and gym stuff and clothes and shoes and books and I mean prop yeah it's everywhere and I'm still working on him but it might be the make or break in a relationship doing that you know when you know your partner just says there's a box that's just hovering hovering in the hallway now I know where it should go but he's not letting go I've got it into the hallway from the bedroom but whether it actually makes it to the skip I don't know Wow. And that's, you know, what about Chris? What's he like? You know, does he... Oh, God, don't get me started. You know, you talk about that make or break. Uh, I've been caught before by him with stuff in my boot that I was taking to the charity shop. Um, There were clothes. And uh, he opened the boot and went, 
what the hell is this? What, why are they here? What are you doing? Mm. And I said, because this T-shirt is from when you were 12 years old. Why? Why do you still have it? And things yeah. like that. Mm. Um, but they ended up getting pulled out and put back in. And the office, I don't know whether you remember me exploding mm. about this, but we had the office done and um, he ruined it with all his junk. Uh, Daleks from Doctor Who conventions. Mm. Um, he, we had like all recycled crates of shelving. Yeah. And it was meant to look really lovely with just a plant here and there and a picture frame here and there. Yeah. Think, you know, minimalistic, but, you know... And I walked in and every box of the shelf is crammed with shit. If Chris sees a shelf, he, he will, will ram it with stuff. Mm. So I had a massive meltdown and said, this is your office. Clearly, it isn't mine. So there you go. So I don't go in there. Right. Um, I know I could go in when he's not there and do it all my way. But I think I've given up. Mm. Yeah. He hoards all sorts of ridiculous things, down to these stupid little worry people. I don't know if you've ever heard of yeah, them before. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. They keeps in pockets and mm. everything. We are so different like that, mm. and it drives me mad. It's thick with dust in there. Mm. Yeah, it's not, it's, not, it's not a good thing, I don't think. It's not good karma at all. And the more no. I'm clearing out, the more I'm realising, you know, that it... You, you have to let go and that says something you know ju you have to let go yeah. and do you need all that stuff like I was having this conversation no. with somebody the other day and her and her husband for a year when their girls grew up and left and went off to London they bought a camper van thing mm -hmm. um and they'd and literally got rid of everything and just for a year Travelled around the UK, Europe, whatever I was, I'm not sure, and lived in this camper van and had hardly anything. anything. She said it was liberating, yeah. you know, um, to not have all that stuff. Because all we think is that more and more stuff makes us happy, mm -hmm. but it doesn't, does it? It's no. not about that. No, it's so. not. It's certainly not. And it's it's so easy to do once you, you know, once you commit. Um, so I don't know. Maybe, you know, next time round, you know, when, we, uh, when we're chatting, I'll be sitting in a, in a cave or an empty room. <laughs> Who knows? You know, because it does, it does feel a bit like that at the, at the moment. Um, well, so let us know if you get that box out. If you, you know, to get it into the hallway is a big thing. So if you can get it out that front door and gone, mm. that, that is a massive result yeah but it, it, it you know you you get this feeling that you're not a nice person for doing it you know you get this feeling of like you know you don't yeah. care my stuff it's my, my stuff, stuff. Yes, your yes. shit is causing me to have to dust every single day your shit is ugly and i don't like it so get rid of it <laughs> yeah yeah but i think this will probably resonate with quite a few people as we speak won't it <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So um, oh. we've had um, a great, great series, I suppose. And we've we, we've had a good old clear out, especially when it comes to emotions, um, you know, and experiences. Um, and, you know, we've offloaded quite a bit, haven't we? Yes, absolutely. You've got to do it, haven't you? And it's nice to be able to have people you can do it with. Mm. I think so. It's uh, yeah. We've we've shared that. We've shared the offloading, and um, yeah, we hope that you know we can hear about you know other people's experiences here on Hot Mess Mums. Um, um, I'm always one for saying you know get in touch with us and just you know just share what what your experiences have been in the past you know 
past couple of months or so because um, we'd love to share um, and just um, help people out.